0: Welcome back to Dad, You Need to Read This. I'm Seth.
1: You're the dad in this situation?
0: I am the dad in this situation. That's correct.
1: I'm Amber. I am the mom in this situation and the library aide.
2: And I'm Jazz. I'm the kid who reads a lot.
0: Again, this is a podcast. It's going to be all about book suggestions. Usually, they're going to be aimed at me because I do not read as often as the two of these two. The two of these two. That's perfect English. <laughs> uh, but not always. I've got books that I've read in the past and I'm going to suggest to people within the family as well. Some that I think are very, very much uh, relevant or would be something that the other might like and again a lot of times it's aimed at me but let's see I went first last time so that means somebody else goes first this time Who's it. It?
1: okay actually before we go yep. did anybody read the book that was suggested to them N- no no <laughs> I was going to
2: this is a story until we found it in the box in a hold box hold on we're not
1: there yet <laughs> So, Friday night, Seth was in Memphis. Nashville. Nashville. They're the um, same state. Music. Stuff. Tennessee. I was close. Um, so, Friday night, Seth was in Nashville, and Jazz and I decided to have family reading night. And I was like, brilliant! I'm gonna go read the book Jazz suggested to me, which was Alcatraz the versus the Evil Librarians. Oh, I thought I... Um, so, I went to the library... And looked at the shelf, and book one and five missing. were missing. And actually, book one and five were missing from several series, One, like Percy two Jackson. And f- one, two, and five But anyways, so I valiantly tried to read the book. I ended up reading Kingdom Keepers instead. Uh, but today, found- after months of living in this house, I started unpacking the sewing and music room. And we found a box labeled random that wasn't so random it was a box of Chaz's books well so, it was random books are from all over and the, that wasn't clarified on the box yeah, which is probably I, why it ended up in the sewing room <laughs> so
2: actually now that i think of it alcatraz versus the evil librarians books one and two are in the car
1: That was still a really good suggestion. I (laughs) attempted to read it. So we'll see how successful we are, not only with suggestions, but whether anybody actually reads each other's suggestions. That
0: was not good. We've traveled a lot lately, uh... And a lot You of even
1: got to? Did you get to meet the author of the book that I suggested to you? Because I suggested uh, the benefits of being an octopus by Anne Braden. Did you uh, get to meet her at I all? I did not
0: meet her. She was like on the other side of a table signing things. I think.
1: Okay. So he was. So there. you had a brush with her. Yes, but not a meet. Jazz okay. got to meet her. Yeah, I. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I think we need to get you Overdrive or Libby on your phone.
0: Probably would be a good a um, good idea. I
1: need, highly recommend. I that. need Overdrive and Libby. I just use and Libby audible. on my iPad, um, and that works. I wonder. I just make sure I phone. have a really long list of holds mm-hmm. so I can have something.
0: Not that it's sponsored, although you should take a look at it. It is connected to your local library system. As usually as long as you have a library card, not always, it can be connected so you can actually rent or not so much rent, they're actually free, just like with your library. You can borrow books. Those can be audiobooks or they can be ebooks. Either of them are on there. It's worth taking a look if this is if reading something yeah. you like and you don't have it. Yeah, well, I think
1: I'm the only one that has it right now.
2: I've, I've asked for it. Okay, so you need to get it. Okay. I'll get it when we're done with this. Okay.
0: So let's do this again. It's Mommy's first this time.
1: Okay. So back in the day, we made a pilot of this show that was not successful. (laughs) Sound wise, like it was technical stuff. It wasn't like the conversation, I don't think. But I'm going back to that book that I recommended because I really, really, really think that this is a book that Seth will enjoy. I am recommending Ghost Boys by Jewel Parker Rhodes. First of all, um, she can do no wrong. If you've read like Towers Falling, which, which I is, need to read. oh, it's about September 11th. It's awesome. She wrote a one on Hurricane Katrina that I have not read that I'm sure is awesome because I've also read Ghost Boys. So the premise of Ghost Boys is that... Um, a friend gives 12 year old Jerome a toy gun and he's out playing with it in an empty lot. And somebody, I can't remember if somebody called the police or if they were just there, but the police were just uh, there. The I police believe. were there and he ends up getting shot. So obviously, this is based on true events. Uh, but then. When he dies, he actually becomes a ghost. So he's watching his family mourning him and everything that's going on in his community because the the community's in an uproar over this. But he starts to see other ghost boys. And one of the ghost boys that he sees is Emmett Till, Mm -hmm. who kind of helps him through this transition. However, there's one person that could see him. And that is, I believe her name is Sarah. Um, her father is the police officer that shot Jerome. And so Sarah has to come to terms kind of with her dad being a man that she loves and, you know, believes in, and him shooting Jerome and and claiming that, you know, he felt unsafe. Um, and From like a saying,
2: 12-year-old with a he's toy
1: a, gun. He's a 12-year-old. You know, this is a 12-year-old. Um, so it it definitely looks at a hard subject. It is middle grade, so it does it in a pretty kid-friendly way.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but it, it doesn't shy away. It's not, you know, the ending is not pat. It's not like all rainbows and stars at the end. As a matter of fact... My one complaint about the book is that I wish it was longer. You know, like sometimes you walk away from your book and you're like, the writing in that is so good. I wish there was more. That is really my only complaint. Like her writing is so good that you wish there (laughs) there was more. Um, I understand that. But I think because of your interest in current events and social justice, and Black Lives Matter that you would really enjoy this book but I'm gonna add a second caveat to this is it like a second no that's not what I want to say a second recommendation it's a book I haven't read and I want to read I don't think any of us have read The Hate You Give oh I have that sitting on my desk which is young adult um, the collector's edition which is is why I haven't read it because as a pre K five library aide, I don't tend to read young adult because I'm not going to turn around and recommend it to my students. It's not really written for kids their age, but I would recommend this to like my fifth graders.
0: Is it the same author? Or is it just the same subject? No, matter? I think
1: it's similar subject. Yeah, it's similar. So that's Angie Thomas. Yeah. This is Joel okay. Rhodes. Um, similar subject matter. That's YA. You could watch the movie afterwards. That might be a fun thing to kind of fun. I've heard the movie's actually pretty good
2: for a adaptation.
1: Yeah. So I'm I'm recommending this, but then I'm recommending that we all read The Hate You Give. And I- if you're thinking about
2: buying it, get the collector's edition. It's gold. It looks beautiful.
1: Definitely worth getting. Okay. So that's that's my recommendation based on it sounds like something you would be interested in.
0: Okay. So we got a double recommendation for me, evidently, this time.
1: <laughs> but the second recommendation is for all Everybody. of us, including myself. Yes.
0: Okay. Let's go clockwise. Jazz, you're next.
2: Okay. This is a suggestion for dad again.
0: See? It's going to be one of those times. It's okay.
2: So I'm suggesting White Rose by Kip Wilson to my dad because it's a weird, like, realistic fiction non-fiction um inverse novel
1: mix thing? it's historical it's fiction but historical what's fiction. it based
2: on um it's based on it's sophie scholl and she was connected to the white rose movement like that was like her and her brother right it was That's mainly it was her brother world aunt, war two two yeah um it was her brother and his friends who were running this like pamphlet thing that was supposed to create uproar in the German community against the Nazis okay and this is her and this is like her side of story the story and a an novel in verse but so but they can't like the interrogation they can't like rebuild that correctly and it's inverse meaning they have to invent some things for it to flow well but it's based off of a real person and the real thing she did. For example, the famous thing, I think there was a movie about it.
1: Yeah, Wasn't and there? you got that one because you had read a different nonfiction book on the White Rose for... Yeah, Um, um Casual Coddle. Rebecca Coddle Award. It was on the Rebecca Coddle nominee list, which is the Illinois, um, what is it, 3 through 8th grade Reader's Choice Award? 5-8. I think it actually starts as early as 3rd. Maybe it's 4th. I, I
2: thought it was 5-8 and 3-5 was... No.
1: There's overlap between blue stem and coddle, but monarchs in the center. No monarchs K three. This wow. is completely irrelevant. <laughs> anyway, you had read another story. Yeah, um, about it. About it. And we're interested. Whose imprint is that book on? Because um, daddy, daddy will know this name. It's Versify. Who who Kwame. runs Versify? Kwame. Yeah, Kwame. Okay. See, I know <laughs> See, that. Daddy got to meet Kwame. Well. Daddy really hung out with Kwame's guitar player. Yeah. yeah Kwame. You and he Randy didn't really are besties care about now. Kwame he cared about Randy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Him and I. Uh... Kwame had good writing. I enjoyed his poems. I enjoyed the way he interacted with the kids who were there at the book Plus, signing. Plus he said and... you guys
1: had nice hats. Yeah. And see? Jazz had
2: a cool name.
0: I see we, we're good.
2: He <laughs> personalized an extra book for the hat.
0: <laughs> okay. I I can understand that. I I definitely I do like some things about history. Sometimes I definitely go back farther than just World War 2. I I really enjoy uh, like Egyptian history, but I think I could so I could the try James this one.
2: Chronicles? See the farthest I've that's um not re- that's not Egyptian history. That's Egyptian mythology. Very different things.
0: Jazz, I really like going to museums and going through the Egyptian history wing of I the museums and stuff. I'm just
2: saying, King Chronicles* is Egyptian mythology.
0: I'm I'm it, I'm not gonna lie. My favorite Sesame Street was the special where they had to go through and figure out Big Bird was going through, so they could actually weigh the heart of the kid who was in the museum, so he could go <laughs> to the afterlife, and it was all based. I do not do you remember you not remember that. the Sesame Street one. <laughs> I swear it exists. I'm going to have to look it up when we're done. I loved it. I was even older than normal thing, but because it was based upon, like, Egypt.
1: I just like like Michael Stipe singing furry happy monsters. For <laughs> Wasn't that playing at Fazoli's And I think I was in college time. when that happened.
0: Okay, so.
2: But I th- I think that was playing at Fazoli's one time. Yeah.
0: So, uh, that's two that suggestions for Pizzoli's? me. Fazoli's. So, So I think I have, I was going to go with the book I suggested the first time we did the pilot and it didn't work out because it sounded horrible. Then I was debating about another Stephen King book because again, I like Stephen King. And then I wondered whether or not it would be good for either of you because it's not directly down your aisles and I'm so confused. So I am going to go with the Stephen King book. Um, I think this is one in general that I think Jazz would like.
2: Insomnia?
0: How'd you guess?
2: Because you've told me like 18 t- million times I need to read it. Uh, it's in- and I've heard most of it at this point.
0: I think Insomnia, while it does, the catalyst for Insomnia uh, is definitely something that is, uh, was very prevalent and very uh, modern One uh, it happened. It was written in 94. And it all centers around this town where uh, they're dealing with... A women's rights speaker to come because it has to do with a clinic that some people in the town want to close because they're saying it's a baby-killing factory and the other one they're trying to keep women care open so they have this speaker Gretchen Tilbury who is not uh, she's not important to the plot per se other than that she is the catalyst her coming to visit the town starts all these things happening. It follows uh, one man and it starts with him slowly walking out towards the end Doesn't of a runway. He start seeing things. He does. And it's all connected with the death of his wife and he starts hearing this tick, his death clock that he thinks is his wife, and it slowly and slowly keeps getting louder in his head. Uh, and then she dies, and he very, very casually tries to go through life, even though he doesn't feel great about it, and he just keeps the same routine. His house, he lives in the upstairs, and downstairs lives uh, old man, McGuffin, uh who uh, used to teach at one of the local schools, who, uh, he, it follows him, and one of their friends uh, and slowly he starts to see things because he can't sleep. He goes to bed at the same time and wakes up just a little bit earlier every day, a little bit earlier every day, a little bit earlier every day. Next thing you know, he's sitting there. That is my
1: idea of a nightmare. See? (laughs) Next
0: thing you know, he's sitting there and he looks out the door and he sees these little bald doctors. And he's seeing these auras, as he calls them, around these people. And the auras give off different colors depending upon your emotions. And I really like the way that this book is done. There is some language, because Stephen King does not shy away from any four-letter word ever in his life. But for the most part, it's something that I think either of you would do. It's not a scary Stephen King. Okay. And it can be thriller.
1: So 94. 94-
2: 94. Also, Stephen King doesn't care about um, it being inappropriate for kids because of language.
1: I may have read it because the summer... It depends on when it came out. The summer of 94? Maybe also the summer of 95. Somewhere in there. I read, like, every Stephen King book in the St. Joe Public Library. So... If they had it already, I've already read it. I know they
0: had it in the high school library because that's where I read it first.
1: Well, no. This would have been the community library. Right. I literally went in over the summer and just went down the line reading Stephen King books. And i that's what I spent my whole summer doing. But I can't remember if it was the summer before 8th grade or the summer after 8th grade. It would have been
0: ninth, right about that time.
1: And the thing is, is I read so many of them back to back to back to back to back Mm -hmm. that I don't always remember. They kind of bleed into each other. I don't always remember which ones I've read. Speaking Uh, of Stephen King. Do you remember that there used to be like book commercials on TV? Do you remember this? Yes. And Insomnia was one of them.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine that, Jazz? There they still used, do them
0: on the radio or on podcasts stuff. There used podcasts, to be
1: commercials for books on TV. Ah. Okay. In all fairness, most of them were by L. Ron Hubbard.
0: Um, Patterson. A ton of them were by Patterson.
1: But. What, what Patterson?
0: Yeah. What? That Patterson that, Patterson. that Patterson.
1: James.
2: James. Okay. I that one. I was to say Catherine
0: i hope you guys are enjoying jazz's hiccups this entire episode he cannot (laughs) get them to stop uh this one this book as as well the stephen king it does it it is in the same town that it happens in and they do talk about him walking up up mile hill because stephen king can't write outside of three different towns in maine that's just how it works and it does not have to do but it does touch with Having the same thing almost happen is what happens with In the Dark Tower. So it does not mean you have to have read The Dark Tower to enjoy this book. It actually made me want to read The Dark Tower because this book and the book I suggested last week both kind of touch on that Dune. world just a week. Last week was... Uh, last week
1: you suggested The Dune.
0: Talisman. Was it The Dune?
1: Yeah, it yeah. Was Dune.
0: Oh, it see, was the Dune. first pilot I did Talisman. That's where I got it confused. I forgot a dune last week.
2: And when we were talking in the car about it, you said
0: insomnia. Okay. Okay. So maybe next week I'll have to talk about the talisman. Just forget I said that. Anyway, (laughs) that was that pilot that didn't work. That's right. I got things so confused. But again, I really like insomnia. I think it would have made a great movie or a great mini-series because the visuals they would have been able to do with it, I think, would be really cool. Mm
1: -hmm. It hasn't been one?
0: It hasn't been. There's been a ton of things called insomnia but none of them have been Stephen King's insomnia.
2: So, Dad? How many Stephen King books have been written by Stephen King?
0: Well, all of Stephen King books have been written by (laughs) Stephen King.
2: Except for the biographies.
0: Well, if it's a biography
2: It's a Stephen King book.
0: It's not a Stephen King book. It's a book about Stephen King. If it's an autobiography, it's a Stephen King book. Uh, Stephen King is fairly prolific. He is not as prolific as other authors. He tends to write longer books. So
2: by the time you're finished with his, he's written a new one?
0: No, because I could go through the books very quickly. You could go through it very quickly. Uh, He just likes to write long books. I don't think he's ever met a paragraph that he didn't want to make longer.
1: Well, it's over a thousand pages. Right? Yeah. yeah, I think *Insomnia* is a thousand pages. Yeah,
0: they're big books. Mm-hmm. Do you so have
1: any Stephen King books
2: in the library? No, we don't. We do you not. Don't have any physical I copies. don't have any
0: physical copies. I have several, several audiobooks.
2: Several? You mean all of them? No, I
0: do not uh, have no. all of them. In.
2: You have so many Stephen King audiobooks.
0: I do. Okay, I think that's this week. Amber suggested for for me, Ghost Boys.
2: I suggested for Dad, um, White Rose.
0: And I suggested for either of you, uh, I think Jazz, you might like it a little bit better, My Insomnia by Stephen King. Again, thanks for tuning in. This is Dad, You Need to Read This. And again, I'm Seth
1: i'm amber and i'm Jazz.
0: you can find us at dad you need to read this on itunes because you're listening to it here already if you like it by all means leave a review down there below it does help uh if you'd like to hear a little bit more from jazz you can look him up on youtube at snazzy snazzy reads snazzy snazzy reads yes uh as jazz actually says on his podcast keep Keep reading. reading